1: I'm JT Crowley, and my guest today is Kim Brack. She's from the northeast of England, and she's come on the show to talk about her children's books, traditional short stories for children, and the birthday gift. So there are two books that we're going to be talking about today, everybody. Kim has done many things in her life, but possibly what she's most proud of is her distinguished teaching career to both nursery and primary school pupils, to which she gave more than 20 years of her life to. So let's invite her onto the show to talk a bit about herself, and of course, her two books, Traditional Short Stories for Children and The Birthday Gift. Kim, welcome to Talking Books.
0: Uh, Thank you, John. Uh, I'm very pleased to be here. uh, promote the books it's a great uh, favourite of mine reading and i like to encourage this
1: absolutely um, you know, I think the pleasure is mine it's a great honour to chat to you because when I've looked at your books I'm going wow I need to chat to this author and find out why she wrote them so let's find out everybody Kim you've long held the view that reading can give so much pleasure in life and opens doors, lots of doors, so to speak. And throughout your teaching career, you actively encouraged both children and parents to sit down together to read. Do you think that in this technological era with social media everywhere, is there um, still room for books, for young kids and parents or grandparents to sit down and read in a child's life? What do you think?
0: Oh, uh, Despite technology, reading is still important because it opens up a world beyond the technology. And using technology, you still need to be able to uh, use the words. And understand the words to operate this technology. Is that
1: something you've instilled, you in know, in your teaching career to the students that you taught?
0: Uh, yes, as a teacher of young children, uh, one of the main things for me was to en- encourage them with the reading. Uh, listen to them, read the books regularly as possible, and then uh encourage them to do it at all with the parents and guardians, and to uh, involve with books and not just go home and sit down with. Whether it's just tablet or smartphone or anything, anything like that, make sure I, I I try to get them to understand that there's in their life there's room for both of them. The there generation. is
1: room for both, yeah, because you can get them on their tablets to read a book on eKindle, can't you?
0: Yes, that's it. That one of the, one of the advantages of uh, the candle is you can have a, a book ready to hand, and you have choose a, a, a lot of books that um, just to dip into, and so that uh, you can see the link between the technology and the written word. Absolutely. How do
1: you? Um... How do you go about, Kim, creating your characters um, in your books? See, I use 13 points to create my characters. Um, you know, for, for me, it's the name or the, the, the gender of the character, what colour hair, what colour eyes, um, what clothes they wear, do they have a phone, do they have friends, families. Uh, so I have 13 points when I'm building up the character. What do you use to build up your characters or do you just invent them as you go along?
0: Uh, Well, with traditional stories, I was uh, looking for unusual characters, fantasy characters, making them colorful and uh, unusual, something that would attract the children's attention. Uh, For the birthday gift, it was to be a straightforward adventure story so that um, the children could imagine themselves in such a situation. And I decided, so uh, one girl, one boy. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Keep it as as fair as possible (laughs) and make sure that neither of them was overtaking the story
1: because the two books are very different uh everybody the um the birthday gift book is really aimed at children who are seven to nine the uh, traditional short stories for children book uh is aimed at five to six-year-olds isn't it kim
0: uh possibly younger than that it depends if they have uh, parents grandparents guardians who will uh, read with them Then I thought three and four year olds would get an advantage. That was one thing about the illustrations, to give a fact, reading with the younger children, so that the illustrations were there, so you could talk about the illustrations. They're very colourful illustrations.
1: They are very colourful. I've always learnt, Kim, that when I go out and, you know, with my books, never ever assume a child's reading ability because they're all different, aren't they?
0: Yes, exactly.
1: And you'll get yes. totally surprised when you've got a five-year-old who's reading fluently uh, an eight or nine-year-old book. And then you'll find some children, you know, um, say, like, age of 10, and they struggle to read
0: for whatever yes. That's uh, the thing, as a teacher... That was what I had to be aware of, the different uh, abilities that they developed as they were exposed to the reading. Mm. Um,
1: in the idea of the short stories, Kim, like in your own, you know, traditional short stories for children, which is aimed as you know, five to six, and you've just said younger, possibly. Uh to create, to keep the child's attention span focused and and enjoying the stories that comes in the short in short verse rather than overload them was that the reason why you opted for short stories so as that you could engage with the child with the um wonderful illustrations from Wendell Iboreas and they are just short because children's sometimes children's um you know attention span can be short. Was that the reason for the short stories?
0: Yes. I, I wanted, uh, again, not to overload them. And a story that was short with an appropriate illustration so that they would get involved in it. And they could see in the illustration what I was talking about within the story.
1: See, I, when you look at uh, the book, everybody... Uh, I like the first story. And of course, it's the story of the lost elf. Uh, Jay. Jay is the, the lost elf. And he's lost in the woods. And it's... But I, I also liked um, Grisella, the the witch. Now, she's a nice witch, isn't she? Because she's trying to put right all the spells that she's, you know gone wrong. And she's trying to put them right for the community. Um so... And of course, they are beautifully captured with the illustrations. So, out of the five um, little characters, yes, you've got Freddie the Frog. They're all different, aren't they? These short stories. How did you come and work? how could you? How did you, you know, come up with them?
0: Well, uh, the first thought of a character that was going to be in the story, something unusual. And the, the children nowadays don't generally come across. And uh, I thought about the character, thought about the settings, and something that would be unusual within the, that setting. So they uh, see a key goes wandering in the woods and gets all sorts of uh, mischief. And finds it, you know, eventually finds his way back. With a bit of help? With a, well, this is it. So, so, so Jay got a bit of help. Then, uh, the foolish frog, he, uh, again, he got bottled and ended up saving the, uh, the village, sorting their problem out. And
1: uh, going on yeah. a distance to get to the wizard to sort the water. Yes, yes that's it's it. a great little story, everybody. It really is. <laughs> did you, um, did you have fun? You know, um, when you were working with uh, Wendell, you know, on the illustrations because they're beautiful.
0: Yeah. Oh, it did. Yes, I was, uh, there was great benefit working with a professional on the illustrations. I couldn't have done anything like that myself. I'm not an artist.
1: (laughs) Did you get, um, I take it the two of you just sat down and worked it out, what you wanted, and then, you know, what um, he could, you know, could come up with?
0: Yes, I sent some information by email, and then you sent me some, some various drafts, we're concerned about what uh, mm. colour clothing it was going to be. Because uh, it was just a case of making them interesting for the children, something great to look at.
1: Oh, I, I agree. Because um, I don't know if you're um, going to accept my um, view here, but I think visuality for in a book is for say young children, um, from around about the age of you know four, five, six is important.
0: Yes, definitely. We've got to engage uh, the the children in as many ways as we can. Absolutely. Um,
1: I want to um, turn now to the, the birthday gift. Yes. And this one really is, you know, it's aimed at the seven to nine-year-olds, isn't it? It's a totally different book style, isn't it?
0: It is very different. At what I wanted with the second book. I wanted it to be for older children. I decided not to uh, include illustrations uh, so they could concentrate on, on the words in front of them. And hopefully, by the time they got to that book uh they would be doing a lot of reading by themselves. That was the hope, and not uh, distracted as the wrong word, but not involved with any illustrations. just the word
1: <laughs> you know when I read the um the book i it screamed out to me. Oh, this is Enid Blyton.
0: (laughs) Yes, biggest inspiration. Yes,
1: the adventures—you know, the famous five. You know, the adventures of the seven. Uh When I was reading it, Kim, I just thought, "This is Enid Blyton." Uh It just—you know—I thought I have to talk about this. So, where did you get this story from?
0: It was remember Enid Blyton that uh, I read when I was very young, <laughs> that was you know, see famous Five Secret Seven, a fairy stories. So,
1: now I didn't know this, everybody, but there you go, male intuition here.
0: <laughs>
1: I suspected that this had a little touch of Enid Blyton to it, and hey. She's just confirmed it. I was right. <laughs> see, yeah. So I'm, all I'm to
0: be uh, <laughs> into the same category. is <laughs> <laughs> he a Brian? Wonderful writer.
1: I mean, of course, the book is about Jenny and Michael. Yeah. And it's about the birthday gift. What's mm-hmm. in the birthday gift? The coded message. <laughs> yes. but.
0: That is the the mysteries. You were first, what is the birthday gift about? And it's basically the go, they want to buy a birthday gift for the father. And some, uh, rogues, thugs, are after the same, uh, gift. It has a message in for them. So they, everybody's uh, chasing after this gift
1: because you know um it's the story of michael and jenny who buy a book for their father as a birthday gift and little did they know what was hidden in the book and what trouble they would get into uh encounter why did you write the book was it just to inspire young minds was it to engage with this age re- age range
0: to engage with the age range and I've always enjoyed adventure stories. Uh, you know, as I was growing up, you know, I uh, say with Ian Blyton, Agatha Christie, uh, you know, various, uh, murder mysteries, uh, general mysteries that needed to be solved. And I like that kind of thing.
1: Do you like crime thrillers? Sorry? You like crime thrillers.
0: Yes, that's right. I
1: because suspected that because uh, and there's a touch of this in the book as well. And I thought, hmm, I think she liked, she read Edith Blyton as a child. And I think that um, Kim also likes crime thrillers because those two links are really what this book is about. The adventures and a crime uh-huh. thriller in it. Just, yes. It's, not over-complicated, but for kids.
0: Well, well, that's it. It was for young children, so it couldn't be too complicated. These days, there were uh, some quite complicated uh, mystery kind of things.
1: Do you think, uh, Kim, from your teaching perspective, that um, children, say, from you know the 60s, 70s, and when you look at children now, They're very different, aren't they, kids, today?
0: Oh, very different, different. yes. They're all into technology, as we were mentioning before. Some of them are very much uh, outdoors children. And there's not the encouragement for children to read so much. I've encountered parents who were... don't have any interest in reading or encouraging the children. So that's why I place uh, so much importance on encouraging children in school, or if I could come across them uh, out in the world, sort of thing. Uh, that's important to me.
1: So. Do you have any further plans to write more books?
0: Uh, I keep thinking with that, but I haven't come up with the right idea yet.
1: <laughs> what would you do? Another crime thriller one?
0: Uh, no, uh, I've got, got in hand a, uh, another children's book with various things of poetry and very short stories. With illustrations, which is a, uh, I see that's in hand. I'm still working progress, work in progress. Work in that's progress.
1: <laughs> so, do you think Jenny and Michael in you know the birthday gift think their characters would be interested in that, or do you would you see them now as being, um, on their you know their smartphones? How do you see your two characters, Jenny and Michael?
0: I could, they could, could become uh, older characters, but not too much into technology. Not always on their iPhones and on their tablets and things. Perhaps slightly, them I mean, a bit more up-to-date.
1: You know, I mean, why have you chosen to write books now?
0: It's a way to. uh,
1: Do you enjoy writing them?
0: I do enjoy writing them. And it's a way to encourage reading. And uh, hopefully get some reasonable books on the shelves for people to choose from.
1: So, where can people uh, get your books from, Kim?
0: From um, uh, the publisher, Exebras. Yeah. And uh Waterstones, and Noble um, Amazon. Amazon, yes, Amazon. And there, there are e books as well. And uh as you know the the normal uh, can
1: can they get them in audiobook?
0: Uh, yes, yes, audiobooks. There's a whole different range of ways of, of of getting them.
1: So there you go everyone, that's where you can go and get the books. Um, they're in paperback, eKindle and in audiobooks. So it doesn't really matter which one you choose, which option, they're all there. Um, Kim, I would like to say to you, thank you so much for coming on the show and giving us a brief insight into your books and you know a little bit about yourself. And so see for me, when I first read everybody, the, the birthday gift, I, I got the feeling that this, there was a touch of in blind. So if you love, those types of books, you know, grandparents, parents, when you were a kid, the birthday gift book would be an ideal book for you to go and read to your grandchildren or your kids. And the, the other book, the traditional short stories uh, for children. Well, that's, I found that just, it's just a, a little enchanting, nicely illustrated book with its five short stories. Um, so all I say is go and have a look at Kim Brack and have a look at her books. They are great. The first book, you know, the, the short stories book is illustrated, but the other book, the birthday set, isn't because it's for older kids. They don't need illustrations. They just need to read. all. <laughs> so it's just left for me to say to Kim, It's been a great privilege talking to you today. I've thoroughly enjoyed reading your books. And do you want us to have the last word here to everybody?
0: Well, thank you, John, for having me on the show. I just hope people will uh, enjoy the two books and uh, they are readily available.
1: Great. There you go, everybody.
0: Uh-huh. yeah if you go on uh, uh, look up uh, my name and the name of the book you'll find plenty of ways of obtaining them so thank you
1: the uh, Kim's name is Kim Brack and so if you put Kim Brack in on Amazon or on Waterstones app or on Barnes & Noble um, and then you can type in the books, the birthday gift, or short stories for traditional children, then you will find the books there. And so, yeah, traditional short stories for children and the birthday gift. Great little books, nice reads. Thank you very much, Kim Brack.
0: Thank you.
1: I'm JT Crowley. Thanks for listening, watching, wherever you are in the world. So, until next time. Stay safe.